Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and I am the queen of manifesting. You are listening to a podcast about manifesting your dreams. And the way you do that is by changing what you think about, what you talk about, and what you believe. And so it's actually easy to manifest your goals once you know the formula to manifesting and how to control that inner voice in your head that's always telling you what you can and can't do. So stick around, take some notes, and welcome to the Queendom. Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and today we are going to talk about manifesting clients some more. In the previous episode, I talked about how to decide exactly who your ideal client is and why that is so important. And today in this episode, I'm going to talk about having a Facebook group to gather your ideal clients into. If you don't use Facebook, then this will probably not apply to you, but you could use the same kinds of principles with things like YouTube or Instagram But I have found that Facebook groups has been the most effective for me. I use Facebook a lot. My ideal client uses Facebook a lot. And so this works really, really well for me. So first of all, all of my clients have come through my Facebook group. And so I kind of consider Facebook my funnel And the first step in my funnel is my Facebook group. And if you're not a member of it and you want to go check it out, it is called We Are Masters of Manifesting. And if you just do a search on Facebook, it's the only group called anything like that. And so it should be your first result. So send me a join request. There's a few questions you have to answer to be let in. But as soon as you do, I will let you in. So my Facebook group is the opening to my sales funnel and there are so many amazing things about Facebook groups that I love and probably the most, the two most important things are membership questions and group insights. Those are my two favorite things about them. So membership questions are things that your people that request to join your group have to answer in order to submit their join request. So if you have, there's different types of Facebook groups. If you have a private, I mean not private, secret group or a public group, it's different. I do mine private and private gives you the membership questions and it lets you control who joins your group. Because I don't know if you've ever had a public Facebook group, you've probably noticed that there are people that join just to spam. They join because they're looking for a place to post all their crazy stuff for their business or for their scam of a business. So I like to have the uh, privacy set to um closed so that I can control who comes in and I can do the membership questions. So you get three questions and you can use this for market research, which is what I really like to do. Um, You can use it to weed people out that don't, you know, that don't really 
go with your group's theme. Um, I don't know. There's so many things you can do with it. So I've changed mine several times, and right now I'm really happy with them. One of them is, what do you want to manifest in the next six months? So, of course, that's super useful to me in multiple ways. First of all, I know that a person who answers that question kind of at least a little bit understands what manifesting is. They understand that that group is about manifesting. Um, they tell me what they want to manifest, so that's market research. And also, I can watch the trend of what my group members want to manifest, and I can tailor all of my free trainings towards filling their needs and making sure I help them with the things they're most concerned about instead of stuff they don't care about. So I can provide better value by them answering that question. My second question is if you would like my free ebook on manifesting, please leave your email here. And so that's question number two. So the answer can be your email address or they can skip the question or they can say no thank you. So I'm collecting data for my mailing list without being obnoxious about it. It's not forced. It's optional. You get a free book if you give me your email address. So it's a, it is a transaction, an exchange of value. And if you don't want the book, if you don't want to share your email address, I'm okay with that. I'll still let you in my group. Okay, so number three question on mine is, what state do you live in and where did you hear from me? So notice I snuck two questions onto that one because I really do wish I had four questions I could ask. So I just combined the last two into my number three question. So why does this matter to me? Oh my gosh, it's so important because since Facebook is my sales funnel, I like to know where people found me. Where did they come from? Did they come from listening to my podcast? Did they come from seeing me at an event? Did they come from finding my business card? Did they come from a networking meeting? Um, did they come from a Facebook ad that I'm actually paying for right now? Did they come from a referral? There's so many places I could be getting clients from. I need to know where they came from because that's where I'm going to spend more of my resources. If I know that one of my channels is bringing in a lot more people than the others, then I'm going to spend more of my resources on that one. And why do I want to know what state they live in? Well, I live in Utah. I do a lot of events in Utah, but I also do events out of town. And because I have a lot of listeners in Oklahoma, I've actually put a lot of my energy in building my Oklahoma audience. So I have a Facebook ad that I place there sometimes. I've had an event there. I'm having another event there in a few months. And so if I know that I'm attracting like a, a large group of fans from a certain state, then I will keep that state in mind when I am planning my next out of town of event. So it's really helpful, helpful for me to know where people came from and where they live. 
Okay, so those are membership questions. That's one of my favorite things about groups. <clears throat> the other thing I love about groups is group insights. So when you're on Facebook and you're in your group, on the left-hand side are you know many, many options for you to click on, and down towards the bottom is group insights. This is like the most amazing free market research ever. And Facebook does this for free and it is priceless information. So, you know, if you did episode one's assignment, which was to decide who your ideal client is, one of the things you determined was their age. And another thing was, where do they live? And are they male or female? So, if you look in group insights, it actually shows you the ages of all the people in your group by a chart. So it goes by decade and um, every, I think it's like, I don't know where it starts, maybe 13 or 18, but then it's like 25 to 34 year olds, 35 to 44 year olds. 45 to 54 year olds, 55 to 64 year olds, and then 65 plus. So you can look at your chart and see what the ages of the people in your group are. And that's really important because if you've got an ideal client that you are doing all your marketing towards, and then you look at your group and it doesn't match, then either you need to change your marketing or you need to rethink who your ideal client is, and maybe you're resonating with a totally different demographic than you thought you were. So it's super, super helpful to read group insights just for the demographic research. But even in addition to that is the parts that tell you when is your group online. It tells you the most active times of day by hour. It breaks it down by hour. And then it also breaks it down by week. So you can click on Mondays and see when the most people are on. You can click on an entire week and see which day most people are on. And you can do it by um, month or year. It's crazy. All of the things you can see. And also it can tell you which of your posts are getting the most engagement. And it, it does it by comments and likes and shares. So if you think you're doing this like super awesome post that's going to get a ton of engagement and you do it at a time of day when none of your group is online and then you go look at your post and you're like, what the heck? Why didn't anybody like my post? Where's all the comments? Where's all my engagement? Check the time of day you did it on your group insights chart. Because maybe you did it when nobody is there and they just didn't notice it. So if you want to get the most engagement, you can actually go look at your group insights. Um, look at the chart of when everybody's on and schedule your posts only for those super busy times. That is a really good way to make sure your posts get seen and your group is learning from you and engaging with you. And it is so incredibly helpful. I love it so much. Okay, we're going to take a little break and I will be back in a minute to talk to you more about Facebook groups and how they are so good 
to help you manifest and manage your ideal clients. I will be right back. And we're back. So today we're talking about manifesting clients and how Facebook groups can play a huge successful role in you manifesting more of your ideal client. So let's just go over kind of the basics of Facebook groups if you don't already know about this. Um, And if you do know, maybe it's a good refresher or maybe you're doing something that needs tweaked. So group name, your name needs to make sense. And so it's gotta go with your topic. If you are a coach or a speaker or like a massage therapist or if you are a network marketer, any of these are perfect things to have a group for because you can come up with content in your group that has something to do with your product or service. So try to make the name make sense because you want people to associate your name with you and with your product or service. So like I said earlier, mine is called We Are Masters of Manifesting because I want to help everybody master all of the different aspects and levels of manifesting what they want in their lives. So I think my group name fits really well. I do wish it had been a little shorter. I didn't think about all the times I would have to type it out. And so, yeah, it's a little bit long, but that's okay. If you make a name and you end up hating it, it's no big deal because guess what? Every 28 days, you are allowed to change your group name. So don't get analysis paralysis where you sit and worry about your name so much that you never actually start your group because in 28 days, you can change it. Okay, so don't worry if it's not absolutely perfect. It's better to get started and then go back and make edits and tweaks along the way, in my opinion. I'm a big fan of just jumping and getting started. Um, Group rules. So there is an option where you can make rules and there's a little toggle switch at the bottom that says members must agree to the rules when they request to join. And I like to have all the regular default rules, which are like, um, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all, no spam or self-promotion, no hate speech or bullying, don't share things from this group outside of the group, respect everyone's privacy. And um, I like to also add no phishing posts, which if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you've seen them. It's where somebody pretends that they're just making like a helpful comment or something, but they're also vaguely referring to their business or their product, and then they probably end up private messaging you later with a sales offer. Okay, so I really like to have that extra rule in mind. If you want to borrow my rules, you certainly can. Just join my group. Click on rules and you can copy and paste all you want. Um, oh, and then if somebody violates a rule with a post, there's an option as a group owner that you can go in and remove their post and give a little note, like an automated note that tells them which rule they violated. And then you can either block that person, remove all their posts from the group, 
or just send them a warning or not notify them at all and do nothing. So it's pretty awesome when you when you've let somebody in your group that you thought was going to be a good addition to the group and they end up being, you know, weird or salesy or obnoxious in some way. The group rules are really good for dealing with that. <clears throat> okay, what do you do to make your group valuable so people actually go in and engage with it every day? I like to make sure that I've always got, at least once a week, some valuable content for my group members. And I think weekly is a good amount of time because a lot of people on Facebook are members of many groups and they've got a lot going on. Time is the one resource you can never get back when you spend it. And so I think once a week is a really ideal amount of time. Um, you could do shorter content every day or you could do longer content maybe every two weeks if you want. But I've, I've found personally that weekly awesome content, and mine's 30 minutes long, has been really good for me. So what do you do for content? Um, I make a, a weekly Facebook Live every Monday morning at 9.30. I go live in my Facebook group and I teach something about manifesting. And so I choose a topic each month. Obviously this month my topic is manifesting clients, but I've also done manifesting money, manifesting love, manifesting better health, manifesting weight loss, um, manifesting yourself staying in a good mood around difficult people, just like whatever I feel my group could benefit from intuitively. Like I just kind of ask for inspiration and say, okay, what is it this month? And then I go with whatever comes up and it's turned out to be a really good way to do it because there's often people struggling with the exact thing that I end up talking about and I end up unknowingly helping people in a really big way. So pick a theme for the month if you like and then choose your your daily topics based on the theme and either do a really nice educational post with some photos or go on Facebook Live. Facebook Live is awesome. It tells everybody when you go online. So the the reach of a Facebook Live is so much better than a post because it notifies everyone in your group that you're going live. So if you want to reach more people, do a Facebook Live. If you're scared to do a Facebook Live, then get over it. Try it out. It's not hard. It's not scary. It's okay if you mess up. You're just human. People understand. And if you do the live and you end up absolutely bombing, you can go back and delete it. You don't have to keep it. But you know what? People love to see other people just being real and human. And if you mess up, it's just going to make them like you more. Okay, so don't get all cut up in being a perfectionist because people really don't care. They would rather see you be real, hear your valuable content, get their lives enriched than they would waiting for weeks and weeks and weeks for you to get over your desire to be perfect before you actually take any action. So don't let your 
insane. I know I've had it before, so I can talk bad about it because I used to have it too. Don't let your insane drive to be absolutely perfect all the time on social media keep you from blessing the lives of the people that are waiting for you to show up and help them get out of the stuff they're in that you've already gotten out of yourself. Okay? They're waiting for you. Just get over it. You don't have to be perfect. Be a real person. Nobody cares. Okay? So that's your that's your um get over it speech for today. <laughs> okay, so how do you choose your content? Well, if you're a coach, obviously that's pretty easy. But what if you sell a product? What if you sell makeup? Then what could you do in your group? Um, you could do like so many things. You could do makeup tips. You could do finding your right color tips. You could do before and after pictures. You could do makeovers for people. Um, gosh, you could share all your favorite products. You could do product highlights. Oh, there's so many things. You could have um, guest speakers in your group, basically. You could do a, a Facebook Live with somebody. Um, oh, gosh, there's so many things. You could go and do a Facebook Live while you put your makeup on every day. Sorry, not every day. While you put your everyday makeup on, you could go do a Facebook Live. There's so many things you could come up with. Just think about your unique skills and your unique talents combined with the service or product you provide. And you could come up with endless ideas for helping people, making their lives easier, and establishing yourself as an authority or an expert in your field. Because providing valuable content every week is going to do that. People are going to see you and they're going to be like, wow, they really know what they're talking about. And that's going to turn into a paying client. So giving valuable content is also producing value for you. It's amazing. And it's also going to help you establish yourself as an authority and give you lots of practice coming up with new ways to use your service or product. And it's just, it's great all around for everybody. So do lots of valuable content in your group. Um, growing your group. How do you get people into your group? And especially, how do you do it without being obnoxious? So never ever add anybody to your group without asking. That is a big no-no. That really triggers people. Um, here's what I do. I like to post outside of my group regularly and talk about what's happening in my group and then I put a link to my group after my post I usually do it in the comment section so what this does is every time I post about something awesome in my group um, people who see it go oh okay I'm interested in that I'm gonna drop a comment or I'm gonna go to the group or they go oh I don't want anything to do with that that's not my thing so that's awesome because you want to weed out the people that don't care and you want to gather in the people that do care. So posting out on your regular Facebook profile on every, um, like I do the eve, so the day before my Facebook lives, I post 
something about what we're teaching, what we're talking about, what we're going over tomorrow morning. And then I leave the address. And I get people that join every week just from that teaser post. It's like I, I'm putting a little movie trailer out for my Facebook Live the next day. And it works really well. A lot of people have joined my group just from that. Um, if you don't have 5,000 friends yet and you want to have a successful business and use Facebook as your sales funnel, then you need to make that a priority. And making 5,000 friends can be tricky and you really don't want to just accept any friend request. I used to at first, when I first tried to start getting 5,000 friends, I accepted every friend request I got just to get my numbers up. And since then, I hit 5,000 and I've now gone back and I've started deleting people because they are so not my friends or my ideal clients. So if you if you want to get people into your funnel that are actually your ideal client, be really careful getting yourself to 5,000 friends. So if you see friend requests from, you know, like somebody that is obviously not your ideal client or that you have no friends in common with or that doesn't even live in your country, then you're probably not going to want to accept that friend request. And if you are sending out friend requests, also don't just send them to complete strangers. Um, one of my favorite things to do, I go to a lot of networking events and I make friends, I make Facebook friends with all the people I meet at the event. So they're actual humans that have met me once in real life and I I know whether or not they are my ideal client or at least close to it. And so that's a really good way for building a friend list of real people that you actually know that aren't, you know, weird scammers from other countries and that could possibly be your ideal client or at least a good friend or support system or referral or, you know, anything that could actually make a good Facebook friend. Um, also, you could do Facebook friend drives in your group. Not, sorry, not friend, member drives. So the people that you have in your group at first, when they see what valuable content you're producing, they're going to want to invite their friends. So make it a thing, like do a contest and say, um, have some kind of freebie that you can give out that's really easy for you to make, doesn't take a lot of time or energy or cost you money and say, uh, we're having a membership drive. So everybody add any of your friends that you think would be interested in the topic of our group. And then after a week, um, you can do like, I'll draw, I'll draw a winner from, you know, all the people who added a friend I'll put them into a drawing and that person gets a free gift. Or you could say whoever adds the most friends gets a free gift. Although be careful with that because some people, if they want to win the gift really bad, then they'll just add everybody they know and not necessarily people they think would appreciate the topic. So be careful with your contest. So 
you're actually getting uh, good possibilities, good prospects into your group, people that actually care about your topic. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, when you, whenever you do a post on your profile, so not inside your group, but out where everybody sees you, there is a setting before you hit post at the bottom right corner, there's a setting and you can change the privacy from, um, the, the typical, like the default is friends. But you can change that to public, so it will have a chance to be in the news feed of anybody that's on Facebook right then. And I really like to do that. I've changed mine to public and then just left it public. Whatever you change it to, it stays that way until you change it back. So if you do have like something kind of personal you want to post and you don't want everyone to be able to see it, just for that post, you can go in and change the setting to um, friends or, you know, acquaintances or family or whatever. There's all different options you can choose. And that way you're not giving your, you know, super private stuff out to people that you don't know. Just remember that when you're doing a post that's encouraging people to join your group, you switch it back to public. And I've done that a long time and my group has grown quite a bit just from that. Um, so, you know, be brave, make your post public, keep your ideal client in mind when you make your post, because every post you write from now on, if it's to grow your group in your mind, you need to be writing specifically to that ideal client you made in the last episode. So keep that person in mind anytime you post, because those are the people you want in your group. Okay, um, sales funnel. So your Facebook group is your sales funnel. And what you're doing is you are walking people through the process of becoming a, a raving fan, a repeat customer from their very first initial stage with you, which is a complete stranger. So I don't know if you've heard of the no like and trust cycle. But in order to get strangers to buy from you, they have to go through that cycle. So first they've got to know who you are, then they've got to start to like you, and then they've got to start to trust you. Until they trust you, they're not going to spend money on you. So if you're manifesting more clients, you need to have some kind of sales funnel where you walk people through stranger to knowing you, to liking you, to trusting you, to buying from you, and to repeat buy from you. So using your Facebook group as a sales funnel is awesome. It's easy. It's free. It's organic. It feels natural. So all you need to do is make sure you have all different levels of products for people to buy in with you. So you've got to have free and then you've got to have very low cost. And then you just go up the ladder. Basically, you have a value ladder. And then at the top of the ladder is your highest end product or service. So 
Come up with ways to move people through each of those steps. Make sure you have an option for every step. You don't want to get people into your Facebook group and then only have a $5,000 program. That's not going to work. You need to have, you know, a $50 thing and a $100 thing or, you know, and then a $1,000 thing. You've got to ease people up the ladder through your sales funnel and not just go from, you know, zero to 60 with no warning. Okay, I think I have covered everything I wanted to about Facebook groups. So if you have any questions, of course, you can always contact me by email at kelly at thequeenofmanifesting.com. Also, if you can't remember that, you can just go to thequeenofmanifesting.com and click on the contact me. Um, Of course, always, you are invited to join my Facebook group, which is We Are Masters of Manifesting. Just search that and it will come up. And um, if you have any group creation questions or Facebook groups as a sales funnel, let me know. And um, my next episode is going to be about manifesting scripts that you write about your clients that you are trying to manifest and how to do it properly and how to use it and watch the new clients start rolling in. So come back next time. I will see you then. And until then, have an awesome day. I love you guys and I will see you later. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening and for all your love and support. If you like this podcast, please leave me a review. And if you have an idea for a topic you'd like to learn more about, you can email me at Kelly, which is K-E-L-L-Y, at thequeenofmanifesting.com. Also, if you need more manifesting in your life, I have a free Facebook group where I teach manifesting all week long. And on Mondays, I have a live class at 930 in the morning, Mountain Time. The name of my group is We Are Masters of Manifesting. You can search for that or you can just find the link in the description to this podcast. So come join us for more manifesting and learn how to get everything you want. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.